This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 139. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to continue on our four-part journey, our four-part series on plant-based meals. And this time we're going to be sharing some plant-based lunch options. Lunch. Now, what's really cool, the cool thing about all of these lunch ideas we're going to be talking about is that they are really only limited by your mind and your taste, Ooh. by your imagination and your taste. Imagination. <laughs> Imagine lunch. <laughs> Imagine lunch. <laughs> That's a good, that would be a good restaurant name. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Or, like or you would truck. like be able to put things together yeah, yourself. That's like kind of cool. Imagine All right. lunch. Imagine lunch, TM. <laughs> TM. <laughs> uh, there are really so many combinations of things that you can use uh, eat for lunch, such as noodles and veggies, rice and veggies, quinoa and veggies, which is one of my... I really enjoy that because of the protein mm-hmm. that you get from the quinoa. Sandwich feeling... Fe- <laughs> feelings we did that in the yeah we we were rehearsing sandwich feelings once more with sandwich feelings (laughs) sandwich fillings Fillings. that was really on accident by the way salad types and more all right all right but first we have a new rating yay Yay. so this is from uh, the u.s on 125 of this year 2016 from samsonite 56 something tells me they travel a lot right <laughs> uh samson 56 awesome. happy to have found this podcast uh so they say uh just started listening to the podcast this morning and i am so happy there are so many episodes available to binge listen to all day thanks for making my day off educational and fun looking look forward to listening to all future episodes i love ratings like that i, I mean know, the, the comments like that when people say they found us and then they binge listen that's I feel awesome so netflixy that's what i feel like I feel orange like, is the new black yeah i feel like a netflix celeb or something because people binge listen that's, that's so awesome. freaking cool that is really awesome but thank you so much for that review that's yes, that amazing that made definitely. us both smile yes Absolutely. Right. Now another update. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yay. This is our first Valentine's Day as married yeah. couple. So I, uh, you know, we're actually recording the week before. Yeah, but so I don't think we're recording on Valentine's no, Day. No, no, we're not recording on Valentine's Day. But <laughs> Romantic. what I was going to suggest to you, and I haven't, I hadn't brought this up before because normally, okay, so here's the thing. We've been together for 14 years. We had gotten away from celebrating Valentine's Day and, you know, other like holiday type that we, we just didn't, we didn't really, we stopped giving Valentine's cards and, you know, cause we don't give cards per- to we each other giving we, cards, because period. both of us just, we're not very commercially driven mm-hmm. people. We're, we're the outliers. We're the ones that don't like the, yeah. the kind of commercial type things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it had nothing to do with anything, but no, the fact it's that, not we that just, I, it's not that I hate your guts. Yeah. Nor just, do we have anything against people who like no. that stuff. It's just no. not our style. No, we give cards to other people. We just decided yeah. kind of mutually not to do that. But I think last year we kind of decided that we wanted to, to do something. And then especially now that we're, this is our first Valentine's day married, 
Uh, and we got together right before Valentine's Day, like initially, long time ago. Which when you're first dating and you go with somebody right before Valentine's Day, no pressure. No, no pressure. No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, what we did that first Valentine's Day is I went over to uh, Vicky's apartment and I made uh, lasagna. I was in school. You were in grad school. I was finishing my undergrad. Um, mm-hmm. I was you were in grad school. Yeah. And then you were working. And I was working at the bookstore, I think, at the time. But so I went over to your apartment after class. I went to the store and I made lasagna. And uh, you, I, when I went into the apartment, you were gone still, I think. But there was a teddy bear and, some, and a card, mm-hmm. a, a Pepe Le Pew card. <laughs> and some Which chocolate. I still have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, the one that you gave me. You left it on the rocking chair, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. It was yeah, it a popular puke. Yeah, but we still have it. Yeah, I've we seen still it. have yeah. it, yeah. Of course. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we have this giant box of all this stuff that we've given each other, tiny little notes and all this stuff. So, um, But anyway, uh, so I think that that's what we should do this year, minus the, the teddy bear, because we already have the teddy bear. But I think that we should do lasagna okay. for dinner. And I think we probably watched a movie after that. And I still have my planner from 14 years ago with all that stuff written in it. I think it was Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. No, that was the very first time I came over to your apartment. Yeah. Um, But I'll look and see what else we did. All right. And why don't we just do that? That sounds awesome. Awesome. We got a plan. So for everybody else out there, happy Valentine's Day. Um, Do something fun. Do something romantic. Do something silly. And if you're single, do something awesome, lovey for yourself. Yep. I mean, go out there and, uh, you know, I think showing that for yourself that that kind of respect for yourself Mm -hmm. is awesome so absolutely do that and let us know what you guys do all right let's move into our main topic lunch lunch why is lunch important well here's the thing eating in the middle of the day several after uh, several hours after breakfast can really help to re-energize you now at lunch many times not so much as of late but when i was really into working out, I was I would go to the gym. So it was really, really important for me to eat something afterwards mm-hmm. because it helped to re-energize me and make sure my blood sugar just didn't sink to an all-time low. And even if you don't exercise in the middle of the day, you can still start to feel that dip in energy mm-hmm. midday because it's been a few hours since you've eaten breakfast. You have eaten breakfast, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but if you haven't, yeah. listen to episode 138. Yeah. So it can help to raise your blood sugar levels and help you regain focus and concentration. That's really important. A lot of people don't really think about that. They just think, yeah, I'm a little hungry, but you don't realize your, your brain power and your concentration, your ability to focus really dips down mm-hmm. when your blood sugar level goes down. Yeah. And you know, if you, if you are feeling sluggish, um, even just eating like a something small can really kind of boost that energy and and get you back up to where you were after you ate breakfast. But the other thing is, you know, there have been so many times in the past where I've like just started to feel really sleepy or really like just tired or not wanting to do anything. And, you know, it's fine 20 minutes before. And then I was like, why am I feeling like this? Well, I started to really pay attention and I would realize, okay, how long has it been since I ate? It's yeah, especially like with your diabetes. Hours. It's yeah. really important that you're monitoring that. Yeah, Hi, Jake. So, so, yeah, so if you hear like thumps and thuds, it's <laughs> Sometimes Jake like walking around the equipment. Bump his here. head against the microphone stand. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so pay attention, but definitely try to keep your eating at an even keel. And that's something that I am bad about. I, a lot of times I will skip lunch 
if you don't come home, she just confessed to me actually. By the way, in our in our dry run of yeah, this uh, I podcast, did. I outed myself. I'm a lunch. Skipper. <laughs> she said sometimes, and I said what? Well, and she said sometimes I skip lunch when you don't come home for lunch. It's not that I do it on purpose. It's just because when you don't come home, Vicky works. Um, three miles from four, the house, four, five, four miles, four miles from mm-hmm. the house. So a lot of times she'll come home for lunch. And so then I make, that makes me get up and make some lunch. And, you know, I'm not going to just make lunch for her. I'm going to, I make something for both of us and then I'll eat. But on the days where you have a meeting or you go work out and you don't come home for lunch, sometimes I'll skip it and not on purpose. It's just that I forget about it because I'm so busy what I'm doing. And then I'll look up and I'll realize it's three o'clock and why am I hungry? Oh, it's three o'clock. Oh, rats. Well, and by the time you get to that point where you're ravished too, then it's you start to late, just yeah. crave bad things. Yeah. So then I'll eat. Yeah. Then I'll just eat a bunch of junk uh, right before dinner and then I'll eat dinner and it just messes up the whole rest of my day. Yeah. And the, the other thing about eating lunch is, is that it helps you to keep your metabolism active. So when you're getting to that point where you're really hungry, your metabolism is probably at an all time low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and you know, there have been studies that have shown that people who regularly skip meals and not just lunch, but you know, breakfast or dinner, too. Um, but people who regularly skip meals tend to weigh more than people who eat often throughout the day. So yeah, just something to think about. And the other thing is, is that when you start to when you do that, you're going to be really hungry by mm-hmm. dinner time. And that's like the worst time to stack up on your calories, big, right? Yeah. Because that you're going to bed a few hours later and you're not having the opportunity to really burn those off. You're just kind of going to going to bed. Mm-hmm. Right. I was reading something one time about that's how sumo wrestlers get so big oh, is really? that they have these big meals and then they just go to sleep. They probably have like horrible nightmares too. Oh, probably. <laughs> that's true because you don't sleep very well when yeah. you have big meals yeah. toward the end of the day. All right. So when you're talking about nutrition um, at lunch, I guess the biggest thing is, you know, because I mean, we could say the same things we say, said at breakfast, but you know, get lots of protein or blah, blah, blah. But the biggest thing I think is just to make sure that you're creating balance in your in your lunches. So you want to combine complex carbohydrates with protein to create that long lasting fuel source that'll get you through the rest of your afternoon. Yeah, that was one thing when we were talking earlier that I think I need to do a better job of. I don't really pay attention that much to the balance. And I want to start doing a better job of that. Mm hmm. So, you know, yeah, and there are times where we've eaten something and I was realized, and then I've realized, wow, that was like an entire meal of carbs. Yeah. You know, and or, that can make me hungry uh-huh. by four o'clock. And, and tired. again, tired, hungry, mm-hmm. and then I'm craving, I'm walking over to the candy dish, yeah. you know, or something or to right. the vending machine where, because that's what my body is craving. Right. Because I didn't do a good job of balancing lunch. Right, right. There's a lot riding on lunch. There really is. <laughs> so ideally, uh, a really good healthy lunch should have a balance of whole grains, vegetables, fruits, and plant-based proteins. All right. So let's talk about some of the components of that. All right. All so right. there, and like you said in the introduction, I mean, there's like, there's really no limit Only to what limited you can. by your mind. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to just talk about just some high level stuff right, here. Right. So let's start with sandwich sandwiches and wraps all right so you know of course everybody knows the components of a sandwich you got your outsides you got your insides you got your spread the end the end right that does it for our podcast today (laughs) but what do you put what what are your outside options well you know i mean there's there's multi-grain bread and and i say multi-grain because 
you know, you want to go for the whole grains, not the pro- the less processed, the right. better. I mean, Sprouted is good if you like the sprouted grains. Um, Ezekiel is the brand that has some really good sprouted grains. And then we actually use the, the Food for Life uh, tortillas and Food for Life and Ezekiel, I think, are the same company. Uh, but their sprouted corn tortillas are like the bomb. They're they awesome. are. They are very good. Uh, I always keep extras in our freezer, so we have them. So uh, multigrain bread. So you can use just regular sandwich bread. You can use uh, whole grain English muffins. You can use a half a bagel if you want an open face sandwich. You know, sandwich. So lots of things like that. Uh, you can also do pitas. And you can stuff all your stuff in there. You can do flatbread. Or if you're doing like a veggie patty or burger, you can do buns, right? Yeah. And what's cool about a lot of a lot of these is you can freeze the, these freeze very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Most of them do anyways. Yeah. And so just make sure you wrap them just, really well. Yeah, just make sure you're wrapping them. And so that way you don't feel like if you, for example, if you're not a big sandwich eater, that's the thing with me, but you do eat more bread than me. Mm-hmm. So, but if I was single, I would probably buy either the smaller but sometimes they, they're they limited on the types that they carry mm-hmm. smaller mm-hmm. or just freeze everything except a few slices that i anticipate using that right. particular week right well and you know when with buns too what i do is i'll go to the bakery and i'll just buy if if i know if we you know we have planned that we're going to have burgers or you know like a veggie patty or, or whatever and i know that then i'll just go buy two buns two whole grain you know, yeah, from buns. the bakery. Yeah, from the yeah. bakery. And yeah. that way I don't have to worry about trying to f- remember to freeze the rest because invariably I forget. And then it sits on the counter for four days and I'm like, oh, I don't want to freeze it now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you can, if you have that ability in your where you are, just buy ha- the number that you need, you know, for one meal. All right. Let's talk about spreads. All right. Well, you know, you got your usuals. You got your mayo and your mustard. <laughs> um, now, what vegan, I know we've used vegan mayonnaise in the mm-hmm. past. Hampton Road. Uh, Hampton Roads. <laughs> Okay. That's where you go that's, for work. Yeah, uh, it's it's Hampton Foods. It's um, uh, uh, what's the what is the? I can't think of the the name of the mayo, but it's made by Hampton Foods, and uh, they actually sell it at our HEB. Surprisingly, is it vegan ace? No, that's no, that's is no, that a brand? Yeah, that's a brand. But it's I think it's like just. Uh, I'll think of it and add it to the show notes. Okay, cool. You know how Sorry goes. to put you on the spot. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Okay, so those are the usuals. And then mustard, I mean, you, you like yellow mustard, but you don't care for the whole grain mustards. No, or, or, the, or the Dijon. I do you don't not like, like Dijon, Dijon, but I think that, I mean, I've put whole grain in recipes before and it doesn't seem to bother you, but you can't really taste it. But I know like on sandwiches and burgers and stuff, you don't care for the Dijon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so then hummus. Here's something that... Hummina, hummina, hummus. Hummina, hummina, hummus. There's something that uh, it's lunchtime. We're hungry, can you tell? Uh, that a lot of people wouldn't even think about using as a sandwich, like on, to spread on your your outsides. Um, but you can make a really good sandwich with just some whole grain bread, and then spread a tablespoon of hummus, you know, on each side, and then put all of your veggies and stuff in the middle. And you got a really good uh, sandwich. And you got a stew going on. And you got a stew. <laughs> All right. Or, and then there's guacamole. Uh-huh, your favorite. Yes. Or just a smashed avocado. I mean, if you don't have guacamole or if you don't um, have the ingredients to make it or you don't have time, but you have an avocado, 
uh, what I've done before is as long as it's a ripe avocado, if it's a little bit firm, it's not going to work as easily, but just, I will have it and then, um, you know, take a half and, and just take a sharp knife and cut it in really, really thin slices and lay that on the bread. And then you just take a butter knife and it just spreads. It's really good. Yeah. Really love it. Well, you don't love it, but I love it. (laughs) No, I do not love it. All right. Let's talk about the insides. All right. So of course, top of the list is just raw vegetables. And I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan of most raw vegetables, but you are. I am. And at work, we have a nice little deli there within the company and it is really fresh. And I really love putting fresh veggies on that, those sandwiches there. You know, and that's, that's something that is an option. If you go to a restaurant, if you're, you know, with your, your work or something and you go out to lunch and, and you go to a restaurant where there's not a whole lot of vegetarian options, but they have a salad bar. Ask them if they have, if you can just get a couple of pieces of bread, you know, and pay for the salad bar. Or if they have sandwiches, if just you want just sandwich. and leave off the meat. Just yeah. put all the veggies. A lot That's of them true. will pile on the veggies for you. That's yeah. true. Um, or take right. your own bread and just, <laughs> <laughs> just pull <laughs> bread out, out of your pocket. <laughs> What is that? Oh, that's just my bag Classy. of bread. <laughs> um, it's just like my mom wrapping all, up all of the extra chips at the Mexican restaurant purse. in a napkin and sticking them in her purse. Like, I don't know this woman. Can you go sit at that other table? <laughs> Can I have a chip? <laughs> <laughs> she pulls it out of her purse. Yeah. All right. What uh, about roasted veggies? All right. Uh, so roasted vegetables, some good options are summer squash, onions, peppers, and tomatoes. And, uh, you know, this is a good way to use leftover vegetables. So if you maybe grill vegetables one night in the summer and you have leftovers or make leftovers on purpose, you know, grill extras and then put them in your fridge and then you can use them on sandwiches. All right. And then there's mock chicken, tuna or egg salad. Mm -hmm. I was telling Larissa that I didn't, I wasn't really a big fish eater when we were eating meat, but the one thing I did miss a little bit because I grew up on it and I was just used to to eating it was tuna salad. Mm -hmm. And I don't miss it. No, and, I, wait, and you can make it now, though, with they have like faux tuna salad. I don't remember how, what they call it. I mock. know Whole Foods. Mock. mock. Is that what it is? Yeah. That they have that. And then uh, you can make it with tofu or chickpeas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And you can also you can do that to make it taste more like a, a tuna salad or a chicken salad. And I think it depends on what, you know, um, what you add to it. And then egg salad. And of course, if you're not vegan, if you're vegetarian, then you can make egg salad. Mm-hmm. And I've mm-hmm. made egg salad for you right. before. Um, then there's veggie or bean burgers. Now, I'm not a fan of the bean burger I'm not very either. much. I, I, I've not. tried it one time at one place. I can't remember where, but I kind of did like it. I think it's the texture that just turns me off. And I'm not really picky about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I prefer the veggie burger, but I've really tried to stay away from the processed foods lately. So mm, I'll probably I'm gonna have to find something different at... Uh, when we go to the Draft House movie theater later. Pizza. Pizza. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheese pizza. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm not a fan of bean burgers either. I love beans. Uh, I love pretty much all kinds of beans, but I just, the the 
patty. I don't know. There's something about it that just doesn't. I just remembered they have a vegetarian wrap ah, there. That's right. You've got the Mexican one. The right? Mexican wrap. That would be yeah, good. That's what I'll get. All right. So, and yeah, and speaking of wraps, uh, we have a blog post that I wrote oh, back in the fall, I guess. It's uh, all about tasty vegetarian wraps, and I'll link to that in the show notes, but it's got some really good recipes and other ideas for uh, if you're making wraps. Cool. All right. All right, let's go to rice, quinoa, or noodle bowls. Yeah, so bowls are like really popular, right? They're really they're they're going through a little pop boom right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's like these restaurants that have noodles. Like Chipotle noodles. and mm-hmm. yeah, have mm-hmm. the the bowls and right. rice bowls and But I mean, yeah, you can make these like the the subheading indicates with rice, you can make them with quinoa, you can do noodles. And, uh, you know, beans and rice or beans and quinoa make really good protein and carb combos. Definitely. You know, uh, or noodles even. And then you can add your favorite veggies. And then if you want an extra something to kind of fill you up more, or add some more protein, you can also add some tofu or tempeh. And a lot of places now will will offer that as a, a meat option under their meats option. Mm-hmm. So like a meat alternative, uh, they'll have, you know, tofu or tempeh, just like they have like chopped chicken and beef and whatever. So that's a good thing. Um, and then again, with this, making up your own at home can really be a good way to use up leftover vegetables. Definitely. And you can do these in bulk too. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah, oh, well. definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Talking about salads. Now, we're not going to get too much into this because we've already done a couple of episodes on salads. So if you are interested in hearing some of our ideas, go to Vegetarian Zen episode 130 for anatomy of a salad or episode 133, Salads Without Greens, How to Make Delicious Salads with Pasta, Grains, Shaved Vegetables, and More. Yeah. So, yeah, we. I don't think we need to nah. rehash the salads. Um, besides, who doesn't know about salads? Right. right? <laughs> All right. So, uh, and another thing is soups. You know, I I didn't really go into a whole lot of soup research. I didn't research the soup because... <laughs> have I we mean, done an episode on soups? We haven't, have we? We have not. Maybe we a, need to add it yeah, to something later on. We should. But, you know, and I love soup. You historically are not like a huge soup person. Well, the problem is it really doesn't fill me yeah. up unless it's got... It's really hearty, like, like potatoes yeah. or noodles or something in there. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't fill me up. Yeah, but uh, but there are so many options. I have a I made a, a vegan tortilla soup a couple times mm-hmm. recently. Now that had a lot of good stuff. It in was there. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I made you add potatoes though. <laughs> I did. Yeah, she did. I, I made it. And she's like, "Where are the potatoes? There aren't potatoes in, in tortilla soup. Well, it needs potatoes, so I cooked some be. potatoes separately and added potatoes. Well, maybe there can be. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, so yeah, so there's all kinds of soups. Uh, all right, so another option is to drink your lunch, right? Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of this either. Again, it just it goes only a certain. It, it, I'm usually hungry maybe a couple mm-hmm. hours later. So, mm-hmm. so we're fan. talking about smoothies, of mm-hmm. course. So, you know, if you're going to do a smoothie for lunch, you really want to make sure that you have a good source of protein in there. So you can use a protein powder like Vega. Vega is the one that um, you use Mm -hmm. and or use another one. And I mean, just do your research on those and and find out You you don't want one that's got a bunch of stuff in there that you don't want or need. If I'm going to have a smoothie, it's usually in mid morning. 
after, you know, a couple hours after I've eaten and it's before I go to the gym. Mm. So to give me a little bit mm-hmm. of a boost without filling me up too mm-hmm. much. So that's usually a good time for me to have that. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So another option is to add peanut butter or almond butter mm-hmm. to your smoothie. Uh, then make sure that you add some greens and then some fruit. And then you can also add seeds like chia seeds or flax seeds, um, just to kind of boost the nutrient value of it. Uh, and then, uh, Last thing is, and we've talked about this a couple times, but leftovers. So leftovers from your meal the night before make really good lunches, right? Right, right. And if you have something that you made a lot of, then it could be lunches for two or three days. And I've done that before. Okay, let's talk about eating on the run. All right. So yes, there is always time for lunch. No matter if you say, well, I got to go, you know, I have a, a meeting at noon and a meeting at one and a meeting at two, you can still eat something in between there. That's a good point. And so there's a couple of things to think about. One, smoothies, even though it's not my favorite, but it is better than nothing. And it does keep your metabolism right. going. And, and it's you better that- than and it's better than fast food. Exactly. Because uh, you decide what goes in it and it's not all this processed stuff, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then protein bars. Again, not the best choice, but if you get a good quality protein bar, then it's better than something out of the vending machine or grabbing Cheetos or Fritos later, that kind of thing. So Right, right. And, you know, as we, like we mentioned in the breakfast episode 138, there are also a ton of great recipes out there for making your own bars or your own like snack mix kind of thing, which can serve in a pinch. You know, so it's always nice to have something like that at your desk if you're working just to make sure. Or even if you're out running errands, if you if you don't have a desk job and you're out, you know, going around or on the weekends or on your day off and you're running errands, make sure you have something with you so that if you can't stop and get something or if there's nothing in the area where you are that is healthy, that you can at least have something. Yeah, we've talked about this in the past before, but the importance of planning ahead. Mm -hmm. So doing some bulk cooking over the weekend, like let's just say a Sunday, can really go a long way to help you make healthier choices for lunch during the week Mm -hmm. and not to have to think about it too much. That's the other thing that I really don't enjoy about uh, the planning process, I guess, or not, not, not the planning process, just the day-to-day not planning i should say not planning is having to think of things on the fly and you and i are the worst about coming up with stuff oh yeah on the fly yeah absolutely but you know i mean and some of the especially with lunches there's so many things that have like a base like rice or quinoa or noodles that you can those are things that you can make a giant thing of rice right Mm mm-hmm and okay, yeah, it's going to take forever to cook that much rice in the rice cooker. But if you do it on the Sunday and you're at home, then what does it matter? And then you just put it in a big container in the in the refrigerator or go ahead and portion it out. For and it's so week. it's so versatile. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't even though it's rice. You have you can have it a lot of different ways, right? You can add different seasonings. You can add different toppings, so mm-hmm. beans and all, you know. So go ahead and just make a bunch of it. And plus, um, your dog will love it. <laughs> <laughs> if you have dogs, um, rice is okay for dogs. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, you know, a lot of dog foods have rice. And well, we mix it with her Molly food, loves, especially because yeah. she's older. Yeah, she's we very just mix picky a little about bit. stuff. Don't give them a whole lot, but yeah. we we'll mix it in with her food, and and she loves rice, so. That's a good thing. All right. right, So so the night before. mm -hmm. So, you know, just like with breakfast, decide what you're going to have for lunch the next day. 
So the night before, um, you've got plenty of time to think about this if you're brushing your teeth or if you're, you know, doing your nighttime routine, getting ready for bed. You can be thinking about what you're going to have for breakfast and lunch the next day, right? And then just do a little bit of prep. So just like with breakfast, we said, you know, get your dishes out ahead of time, like measure out your cereal and cover it up if if that's what you're having. Um, With lunch, go ahead and pack whatever you can. So if you have like some pita chips and hummus that you're going to take on the side of whatever you're having, go ahead and put your chips in a little container, put your hummus in a container, stick that container, of course, in the fridge, you don't want to leave that out overnight. But go ahead and pack it, Um, start getting your lunch bag or your lunch box or whatever it is you take, Um, put everything in there that you need. And then in the morning, all you have to do is grab the cold stuff out of the fridge, throw it in there and you're done. Easy peasy. All right, just a couple of more considerations to think about. Uh, take a break when you work, uh, when you're eating lunch. A lot of people stay at their desks okay. for some reason. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good point because at home, you, you're at not home. really like yeah. in a cube or anything right. that you can really think about stepping away. But it's really important that you get out and just get away from your desk, not so much for your body but for your brain your brain needs to be needs stimulation and when you're just kind of staying in the same atmosphere you're going to get stale and so it's good to really just take that break and and step away and try to avoid working lunches i know sometimes they're unavoidable and you have to do that but again it goes back to just taking care of your brain as well as your body uh, and if you ideally spend some time outside, mm-hmm. I think sometimes the sun gets demonized and yes, excessive sun can be bad for you, but we also need some sun. Mm. Uh, you particularly, when you stay inside all day, when you work from home, it's really important you just even just get out in the backyard. And mm-hmm. so, so the Molly needs, our dog needs to get out in the backyard a little bit. And Larissa and I had talked about her using this time too, to remember to get herself up and moving and in, into the sun. Right. Exactly. So uh, I think that that is it for the main topic, right? That should do it. Let's move into the recipe of the week. So let's talk about chickpea of the sea. All right. (laughs) So uh, this is actually a (laughs) recipe. It's from uh, thekitchen.com. And uh, we use a lot of their recipes because they just have such good recipes. Mm -hmm. But this is chickpea of the sea vegetarian tuna fish sandwiches. So and that's what we were just talking about um, earlier. And uh, But here's an actual recipe that kind of tells you how to make it. All right, let's move into the quote of the week. The quote this week is from Orson Welles. And he said, ask not what you can do for your country, ask what's for lunch. <laughs> I'm asking I that right now. I can see him saying that. Yeah, I'm asking yeah, that right now. Yeah, we're past our lunchtime. Right, right. So our question this week is pretty simple. Uh, what do you normally eat for lunch? And I know we've already asked this in the peas and carrots. And when, when can we come over for lunch? What, yeah, right. What are you bringing <laughs> us for lunch? Uh, so uh, we have already asked this in the peas and carrots society on our closed Facebook group. And we've gotten so many good responses and pictures. And you know, so if you want to um, let us know, you can go to the show notes for this episode, www.vegetarianzen.com forward slash 139. And yes, you do have to put the www. Yeah, you do on this one. <laughs> one of these days, I'll figure that out. Uh, but uh, you can also go to Facebook and leave us a picture. Show us a picture of what you're eating. Yeah, and really quickly, 
What up, peas and carrots? Peas and carrots if you're in not, the house, sort of. <laughs> if you're not familiar with our peas and carrots group, this is our closed Facebook group that is an amazing, phenomenal, phenomenal group of friends that are very supportive. Uh, they share, as Larissa was saying, ideas for lunch. They share just social questions, getting along with you know people that might be judging you for your choices mm-hmm. and that kind of thing so it's a really and pictures awesome of puppies and group. kitties yes and we have gotten a lot of requests to join lately just a just a great group mm-hmm. all right well i think that does it for our episode this week until next time peace out bye thanks for joining us today on vegetarian zen we've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet You can download it right now by visiting VegetarianZen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.